You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Woo! Yep. <clears throat> so we've all we've all had some uh, oh, some decent adventures this last week. Yeah. And uh, I guess I'll start with mine. Over the weekend, as as we mentioned a couple of podcasts ago, uh, over the weekend I did a mountain bike race called El Dose. That up you up you've been mountain. training for for months. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> So this is, did you win? Of course. Yeah. Okay. You took you took first in your division. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. If the if the division is from age thirty four and a half to age thirty four and three quarters, I probably took. Yeah. First. I probably did. Of people who live in Eden. Of people who live in Eden. Yeah. <laughs> Which probably actually a lot of people live in Eden race, but. Yeah. So. I finished. This was called El Dose. I, I, it was up at Powder Mountain. It's a 12-hour race. race that most people do in teams. That's what Dose means. Yeah. Dose. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dose. Um, I'm all uno. Dose. I'll get there today. Dose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dose. 12-hour um, race, a mountain bike race on the top of a mountain here in the uh, Ogden, Utah backcountry of Powder Mountain resort most people do it in teams greg reynolds here is is a man and just did it solo oh 12 hours solo i was not a man oh on saturday (laughs) how many solo racers were there did you have friends amongst your pain yeah yeah there were probably started out with probably 30 solo are you serious that's that's a lot i think i think there were uh Trying to remember. I, I think uh, I'd have to look at the results. I think there ended up being like eighteen or nineteen that actually finished, <clears throat> participated. Yeah, I mean, with oh. those twelve-hour races, it's however many laps you can do within twelve hours. If you, if you're, I mean, if you quit early, you still kind of completed it. So if you if you take like two hours to do a lap and then you stop. So you just get one lap and you completed so, the race. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and in just my mind... lap. Yeah. <laughs> in my mind, for myself, I just kind of, like, if I didn't ride the whole 12 hours, I kind of would have felt like I quit. Yeah, you can actually tighten that, too, I, I think. Okay. Yeah, okay. And so, uh, so yeah, I rode the whole 12 hours, but if you looked at how many laps I did, you wouldn't think I... All right, over-under was six. Over-under, I think, was six. What did you end up doing? I did five. That's really good! Yeah. How many, <laughs> how many miles is a lap? 13 and a half. Oh, dude, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it was lot. like 68 miles or close to Holy miles crap. or something like that. Respectable. So it, it worked out okay. 
the problem was <laughs> was it hot oh it was hot yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i i've never cramped biking never once in my life i've cramped on a on a marathon one time running a trail marathon that's the only other time i've cramped while exercising well and i'm I, jealous i cramp getting out of bed so <laughs> <laughs> i uh i cramped near the end of lap three mm. and then i cramped a lot on lap four and i cr- and i cramped on every single uphill mm. <laughs> whether i was biking or hiking on lap five so what were you supplementing with, if anything, to try and... Because I think by the time you cramp, is it too late? It doesn't matter. Like, what, what's the rules there? Yeah, so I've, I've been doing some reading up on cramping, and they say that cramping is less a matter of, like, elect, being low on electrolytes and more a matter of just overdoing it, not being in shape, doing more than your body's... Well, I cramp sleeping. <laughs> well... Like, like, really, I do all the time, so I don't know... What that's all about? You're a pretty aggressive sleeper. That's though, well. That's, I should I should mention that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> so I mean, there Greg are some. Would know. There are some. <laughs> <laughs> last time we had a sleepover. Yeah, that was uh, never. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, electrolytes and and nutrition and stuff play into it as well. But but there's a big thing like. When people cramp, it's usually because they've done a lot more, like significantly more than their body is used to, and your body can't move the lactic acid out fast enough. Fast enough. Huh. And so when I started cramping on, on lap three, um, I, I was not tired at all. I felt completely fine. And then out of nowhere, my adductor muscles, which are like – inside of the knee to the crotch, like the inside part of your leg, started cramping on my left leg. And it came out of nowhere. I wasn't tired. I wasn't breathing particularly heavy. I had been sweating like crazy on that lap. It was super hot. I think the problem was is it's really hard to eat and drink on the move on a mountain bike race. And that mountain bike race, the downhills, tons of switchbacks, so you really can't. I mean, on the uphills, you're pedaling and it's and it's and it's tight, and there's switchbacks and stuff. It's hard to drink or eat there. On the downhills, it's almost impossible, and there just aren't really too many spots on that trail that. Did they aid station it, or do you just do a lap and then maybe? You do a lap, okay. and and there's and then you can stop and grab some food or whatever. They had halfway through the lap, they had some water if you wanted it. I had plenty of food and water and electrolyte drink and all that stuff on me. But the first two laps, I was feeling good. It wasn't super hot at that point, and so I didn't take the time to drink and eat. And I think I got behind on my nutrition. Yeah. And um, and it was hot, so I was sweating a lot. And then I think by lap three, uh, it it just caught up with me. So I don't think I did myself any favors by getting behind on nutrition. <clears throat> if I were to do it again, there I would. I you would mean choose. next year? Next year, you're going to do a couple things different. At the end of the day, I said, <laughs> I will never do this again. And by the next morning, I was like, yeah, next year, I think I'm yeah, going to do it different. Time heals, man. Time yeah. Heals. <laughs> yeah, it took me like eight no. hours. <laughs> I, I uh, Bad memory. But yeah. um, if I were to do it again, I think I would force myself. I would get off the bike and drink and eat some food. Like put my feet down and drink and eat some food a third of the way through two-thirds of the way through, 
and then okay. finish line every lap. I think it's and you. I think I would have been all right. Who taught me? Whatever your method was for alpine climbing or hiking, backpacking, whatever. That was. Uh, this thing doesn't stay where I want it to. That was like drink every 30, eat every 45 or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. And I did that one time backpacking and was like, this is amazing. feels like you're con- constantly eating. 45 minutes goes by fast. Right. When you're active, like believe it or not, you're like, normally you're not used to snacking unless it's been a couple hours or something. And right. so 45 minutes and it's like a string cheese or a goo or something. And you're like, I tried that method and it worked great. And then what happens is we forget about that because <laughs> I've gone out after that and bonk essentially, you know, and I'm like, oh man, what happened? You know, why did I bonk? And then you think, well, there's that one time when I followed the Greg Reynolds method of drinking every 30, you know what I mean? And it's like, why do we forget these things Right. <clears throat> and, and not fuel up and hydrate up and stuff? So I, I did a 40 miler mountain bike ride, uh, like second week of June. Uh, Michelle Mulder, she's the assistant patrol. Oh yeah, cutter. unofficial. This is just a fun ride with yeah, friends. Yeah, yep. like, yeah. So it was a forty miler. Uh, we did like five thousand feet of vert. You probably did a lot more than that on your ride. What was your vert? <clears throat> Not a, uh, probably about eight thousand. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's a big day. Yeah. It, so mile twenty five on that ride with all those people, I started cramping, and I same thing. I never really had problems with cramping. But uh, one of the guys on the ride gave me Tums. He's like, eat these Tums, drink a little water, and he's like, it'll help. And it totally helped. Because the calcium? I guess. I don't know. I, I don't. Interesting. I almost wondered if it was like. I'm a fan of Tums. A placebo kind of thing, too. Like, I was like, I got my Tums on. Good to, good to <laughs> no, go. No, I probably did I, something. Yeah. I heard a lot of, I've heard a few people tell me, hey, really? I've got some Tums. And I said, no, I'm good. I should have. It kind of helped a little bit. Huh. I was like, I mean, it's kind of the same as you. I wasn't, I ran out of water and it was like a 100 degree day. Right. And uh, I was hot, and I did that ride more or less off the couch. I had done, like, very little training, so. I swear by pickle juice. Yeah, but that's I awesome. love that stuff. Except for it's really bad the- and gross. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, the problem. Your opinion, I love it. <laughs> okay, so two, the two kinds of pickle juice, the one out of the jar at the end of the pickles, and then the kind that you buy as a supplement form by the brand, the company right. Pickle Juice. I like both. They're, they're both gross. I like them. I was going to say, the, prob- <laughs> the problem for me with pickle juice is that as I eat along the way, and then I drink pickle juice, I throw everything up, and then it's all You don't lost. want to do that. It's all yeah, worthless. So. That's bad. It's counterproductive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, when I was cramping, it hurt so bad that I thought, yeah, I could almost drink pickle juice right now. If somebody Did it mess with me your head? Juice, Did you get anxiety and think, I, I, I'm not going to make it? through the through the lap the lap here or whatever i'm not gonna make it back i'm gonna be walking like my leg is not working i didn't get anxiety but i i was ticked like i was mad because my legs didn't feel tired that that course isn't like there's not loads and loads of climbing there's only one somewhat difficult climb on it it's just a it's the only um dirt road in the trail but there's a steep dirt road climb and uh and I felt great on that climb. I, I wasn't pushing it hard. I wasn't struggling at all, passing people, stuff like that. Excuse me. And I felt fine. And uh, and then I started cramping. And it made it, anytime I tried to push it, like anytime I started going uphill and I tried to put a little bit of power into it, I'd cramp. But my legs didn't feel tired. Mm. Like I, I took my, le- my, it was my left leg that was cramping at first. 
So at one point, I took my left leg out of my pedal, and I just pedaled with my right leg. Oh man, that's bad. Up the yeah. hills, and I felt fine. I was like, oh, I can. I guess I'll just ride with my right leg for a while. And then, like three minutes later, my right leg started cramping. Yeah. I was like, oh crap! On my fifth lap, I thought I'd. There was that long right in the middle of the course. There was a long, steep climb, that dirt road climb, and I always just rode right up it and didn't think much. And then I'd start cramping near the end of the lap. And I thought, well, maybe I'll walk that climb and save my legs for the second half of the course. And so I got to the bottom of the of the hill and I got off my bike and I started walking and almost immediately my hamstrings started cramping. Oh, jeez. And so then I got back on my bike and started pedaling and my adductors on both legs started cramping. And so I was stuck in the middle of this hill. Yeah, that's bad. And I couldn't move. Like I couldn't walk. I could walk downhill in the wrong direction, mm-hmm. but I couldn't walk uphill and... And I couldn't pedal, and so I just stood there for a while, drank some food, ate some food, stretched out a little bit, and then I got to the point where I could limp my way up the climb. So I hiked up to the top of the climb, and then rode down, rode the downhills, rode the flats, and I was okay. But on every uphill, I just had to kind of limp my way. So how many miles did you end up doing? It was like sixty-eight or sixty-nine or something. So like had that. you been training because this we i don't know if we mentioned that but you did not train no uh, necessarily yeah but say you've done a couple 20 to 30 milers weeks leading up to it i think you i mean i think that would have made a big difference it would have made a big difference i think but i do think that i think the big thing uh, that would have made a difference the last two months before the race uh, i i mentioned on a previous podcast i was looking for a job Mm -hmm. Uh, the company that i worked for uh, recently went out of business and so I was at, without a job and and so all of my training that I was doing before got replaced by find a job, find a job, find a job because I've got a family and, and that sort of thing and so um, during that time I was stressed about a job, I wasn't training I wasn't watching what I ate very well so I had lost about 15, 10 to 15 pounds in the spring while training and then I gained all that weight back and, and hardly rode my bike in like the last two months before the race. So if I was 15 pounds lighter and I had continued, even just maintained the fitness that I had, I think I could have I could have probably done seven or eight laps without cramping. We talked about, it was the Wednesday before the race, which was on a Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. And you had a, you had a nutrition plan going in from Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday, you had a good plan for Thursday and Friday. Yeah, I don't remember what that was. <laughs> <laughs> you just said you were going to watch what you eat. That's all for two days. <laughs> yeah. Like this is like oh, yeah. this is like the lead yeah. up no, to I, the I race. Did that, yeah, yeah. But here's what I did one time. I did a a road bike race in Park City. It was the tour to Park City, um, and I I I didn't train very well going into that either, and I stood on the scale the night before. And was like scared by what I saw. I was like, well, I'm like 10 pounds heavier than I thought I was. Crap, tomorrow's going to be rough. And I like panicked and I ate salad for dinner. That was it. And then the next day I had like no energy. I I got like 50, 40, 50 miles into the ride. Because that that salad, you're going to lose like 10 pounds overnight. I know. I know. (laughs) But that's what I was, I was thinking like, oh oh my gosh, how did I. The choices we make, I swear. Oh, it's (laughs) so funny. How did I let myself get to this point? Yeah. You know what? I'm, 
I'm just going to eat a salad tonight. And then I just hadn't. And the rest of the family that was riding with me, they were eating spaghetti and other things. Yeah, and, what, you're, what you're supposed to eat. Right. Yeah. And I just died on that. I, I finished um, the tour to Park City. You can either do 180 miles, 110 miles, or, or a shorter one. We did the 110 miles, luckily. I finished, but it was rough. The, like the middle tour to park city you just lap main street a hundred times right that's what you do <laughs> pretty much <laughs> very scenic <laughs> very scenic yeah <laughs> and so i didn't want to do that like i wanted obviously three days before the race isn't enough time to do much but if you eat junk three days before the race and then ride you'll feel junkier than if you ate a little sure. healthier so sure. that's that was the plan so i ate a little healthier but i still ate plenty of did you weigh yourself before and after the race mm-hmm. No, I didn't. I'm sure that I lost 10 pounds in just water. Water. Yeah. yeah. Did you weigh yourself before and after your 40 miles? No. You're not a big weigh yourself guy, are you? What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I never hear you talk about it. Uh, I never hear you talk about your weight. You say things like, I've slimmed up or I've slimmed down, but you don't ever say, like, I've lost five pounds. Or, like, you don't, you don't strike me as a scale watcher. Uh, not, a, not a lot. Every once in a while, I'll check my my weight but yeah my weight fluctuates a lot based on my you're just busy you activity. do stuff all the time yeah and you eat whatever you want i've noticed oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know, you know <laughs> he's like i gotta i got lunch well dude that's a bag of gummy bears eh. yeah. <laughs> eh. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> nutrition first yeah nutrition first yeah well, well, did you have fun? I mean, it looked like a good vibe. There was a lot of uh, people there, and yeah. it looked like a fun event, you know, f- from the pictures and the dispatches I saw from everybody posting stuff. It looked like a blast, but it was uh, you suffered a little. It was a cool scene. Um, there were a lot of cool people up there. The relay people were smiling and laughing a lot more than the solo mm, people. For sure. Um, but it was hot, and it was dusty. The trails were so dusty. I, I swear, the trails... The first lap, uh, I mean, along the trail, there'd be rocks that were like sticking out three inches or something like that that you could kind of bump over, cruise over. I think by the last lap I did, those three-inch rocks were now like eight inches because the dust and the dirt and stuff, it just eroded away after all those bikers went through. It was just insane. And there's so much, so much dust. It was so dry. It was so hot. And actually, the weather couple days before the race was like 103 in Ogden and 100 degrees in where I live in Liberty, right at kind of the base of the mountain by powder. And uh, the day of the race, I think it it was a bit cooler. I think it was like 10 degrees cooler. And so thankfully it wasn't warmer than it was, but even still, it was just so hot. It was hard to stay on top of nutrition and water and all that stuff. Do you know who one or who did the most laps or what teams did well or anything um i can look it up the the guy that won the solo did nine laps there were a few guys that did nine laps but there was one guy that did nine laps the fastest and he his fastest on a single speed (laughs) almost (laughs) his fastest time let me let me see if i probably had a ten thousand dollar bike yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, here we go. Eldo say winner and results. That just happened. There we go. Um, 
Let's, oh, come on. So, loading the six hour solo. <clears throat> oh, you can do a six hour? There's a six hour solo and 12 hour solo. You did 12. I did 12. That would be El Sace. <laughs> <laughs> You served uh, Spanish mission, mission, Craig? I did. You did? Yeah. Okay. Explains <laughs> things. Because <Yeah. laughs> you're pretty good at You're pretty good at this <laughs> numbers, yeah. <laughs> I definitely had to count that out in my head for a second. <laughs> so yes. there was uh so there was the guy that won the six hour solo was Kevin Day. Um and it shows that he did, uh, oh my gosh. Oh, I six hours? Did you say six hour? Yeah. So he did, yeah. he did five laps in six, in five, five laps in five hours, 46 minutes. So, uh. Could have kept that up. He would have got like 11. So he did as many laps as I did in half the time. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the six-hour two-person teams, uh, team Jared Allen. Jared Allen's from... Uh, like that Jared Allen? Uh, guy from Mount Green. Oh. Is that what you're, you're thinking? Jared Allen skier? Yeah, he's he's a... Runner? Yeah, runner, skier. Biker. I didn't know he biked that fast, too. Wow. Oh, he's he's an insane biker. Anyway, huh. uh, his team, 546, he passed me a couple of times. Like I was standing still, sitting still. Uh, 12 hour solo, Rostin Nordell. Uh, nine laps in 12 hours, 45 minutes. Hmm. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's. He was the only nine lap person, actually. And according oh. to this, then there was a. Then there's an eight, eight lap person, one eight lap person, Brock Heslip. Uh, one, let's see, let's view all. I could have done nine. So nine, Rostin Nordell, eight, Brock. Where Hesler. were you? I know, I don't know. Then, then there were there were nine people that did seven laps, five people that did uh, six laps, and nine people that did five laps. Oh. Seven people that did four, one that did three, four that did two, two that did one. Those two were. So like, I was like, this one lap sucks. Like, nope. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> so I was probably a little bit lower than like middle of the middle of the pack on that one. So anyway, it was it was fun. I'd like to do it again. I'd like to do it. And advice to your future self for next year. Yeah, would I, be. I would force myself to train. Well, I train. Yeah. Did you uh, enjoy doing it solo, or would you do it in a in a pair? Ah. Uh, group i think i think i'd do it solo again i don't know it, it would be fun to do a relay but if i did a relay i would i would only do it a, a, a two-person how long is a lap like I'm, how time wise how long does it take most people to finish a lap hour and a half okay to two hours and if you have i mean if you, how what's the average team size three or four yeah four four so some of those people maybe usually. only did one lap yeah oh yeah wow. so there was so there were some friends of mine who were doing it, and they were one of the slowest teams, four-person, 12-hour team, and each person rode two laps. Mm. That would be boring. With, with, like, hours in between. Well, that's, if right. you, if you that would did be kind of lap, boring with me, for me. Yeah, if you could do one lap and then rest for six hours and then 
go do another one. It would be almost like. So do you remember Arscape? Yeah. Arscape was fun. That was a similar theme, and they did it up there at the park at the Mount base Ogden of the park. Yeah, yeah, Mount Ogden Park. And I remember we, I think we did that together. Yeah, eighteen yeah. hour, eighteen hours of trail running, whatever. Really. And uh, it was a six about a six mile yeah trail loop on the. Oh man, I remember. I remember running it at night, and I and I got passed by like the. <laughs> high, high school, school cross country, cross country team <laughs> running like lightning bolts through the gla- the grass like just hauling right i was like i can't even see how do you run that fast it's dark with my headlamp on i'm like there's snakes i'm scared <laughs> um yeah they were that was that was a trip i remember that thing kicked my butt i think i only did two or three laps on that one yeah, maybe, I think, maybe I think three. each of us did three. Yeah, so it was a total of, of you know 18, 18 miles or each. something with a few hours in between, enough to maybe crash for an hour or something. But it wasn't a ton, it wasn't a super long wait. Yeah, no, that was it was fun though. How many yeah. how many people per team did we did we? we I swear four? we had four or five. Yeah, yeah. I don't re- remember who else ran there. <clears throat> um, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. That was a good yeah. time. But everybody, you're supposed to sleep in between, like, because it's going all through the night. <laughs> yeah. I was just too, too, I was having too much fun. I was too excited. I could, yeah. couldn't sleep. Well, you either sleep or drink. And you could tell <laughs> which tents, like, because there was canopies you could hang out at, and then you could tell which ones. I think I was, like, I was a little combo of both. I think I had a beer or something, and then I tried to sleep, but I couldn't. It's hard to sleep because... It's just enough time where if you fall asleep, you got to get right back up and it's your turn to run again. Right. And after you run six miles, you're not like sleepy. You're <laughs> right. wasted. You're tired, but you're not like. It's right. Like, Rest yeah. sleep. Yeah. yeah. You got you got an hour to cool down and calm down before you can even think about sleeping. Right. And then you've you can sleep an hour and then you got to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. So, yeah. I did. Uh, so my family went up camping um, up close to Bear Lake. And um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so my family went camping the day of our escape, and I didn't go up with them because I was running. And so I ran, I ran all night, ran that 18 miles. Then oh, I, I remember. Did you mountain bike I, or something? Then I jumped on my road bike. Road and bike. I road biked up almost to Bear Lake. To I remember that. And um, you're I lucky was, you're alive. I was so tired that I kept like dozing off. I'm going up. Um, what's the canyon between um, um, Brigham City and Logan? What do they call it? Sardine Canyon? Sardine, yeah. Yeah, so I was biking up Sardine. I'm on the shoulder. There's cars going past at 70 miles an hour or whatever. And I'm biking up and I'm dozing off on my bike because I'm so tired. I didn't sleep all night. It's been like Dude, been Bear like Lake is not hours. close. No, it was, a, it was like 100 mile, close to 100 mile ride. It was like 80... 80 something miles before my family picked so you, me up. So you ran 18 miles and then rode 100 miles. Over like Almost. 18 hours, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Or... Right. And then I, and I hadn't slept for like 30 hours or 36 hours or something. So <laughs> I'm literally like dozing Good off. Times. Dozing off up sardine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or even Coca-Cola. I mean, anything that just gets you through. Yeah, yeah I should have. but yeah, I was dozing off. Then I got into Logan, and I literally, I'm riding on the road, pedaling, and I can't keep my eyes open. Wild. And I got up to, um, I was just about to cross the border into Idaho by Preston, 
because actually they were camping up above Montpelier, so that's north of Bear Lake. Mm. Um, and I went through Preston, and then I was going to ride up over, I think it's called Strawberry Pass. It's part of the Lodija um, course. Anyway, I was almost to Preston, and I fell asleep and rode into a ditch off the road. And that, yep. woke, that woke me up. Drowsy and I driving. Kind of woke up, and I was just like laying there, and a cop comes. And he's like, dude, are you all right? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good, <laughs> but I was wow. like drowsy. He's like, do you yeah. need me to call someone or whatever? I I don't think he knew what was going on. And I just told him, look, I I haven't slept for like 36 hours. I'm doing this long bike ride. I've got to get like 30, 25 miles further up this mountain, and it's just not going to happen. And I can't get a hold of my family. Like, I'm gonna. They're expecting me about right now. I'm sure that if uh, if I don't show up in the next hour or two, they'll go for service and call or whatever. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, okay. So I'll just... Uh, yeah, I'll call this one <laughs> in. Uh, <Yeah. laughs> you got a crazy man here with a bike on the side of the road. So anyway, but then like like a few minutes after the that police guy had stopped to see if I was okay, I got a call from my wife and they had... They were worried about me, and so they drove down the mountain to where they had service and called me, and I told them, I'm, I'm in the shade in front of the church, laying in the grass. I like, can't move. I'm so tired. And, and so they came to pick me. I'll be here. I'll be <laughs> here a while. So yeah. it was going to be like a 100-mile ride. I ended up doing like 80 or 85 of it. So close. like that. Yeah. Well, if you combo that up with the 18 that you ran. You yeah, almost 100 miles. Yeah. All right, so that's good times. Um, there's your advice for doing a relay solo in a couple different scenarios. And El Dose, 12 laps, was uh, <laughs> was fun. Sounds fun. So that's awesome. So how was the yeah. cramping afterwards, like when you got home? I <laughs> So uh, at the end of the night, kneeling down as a family, say prayers. Mm-hmm. And my leg, my whole leg just cramped like crazy and i like i like jumped up and my my leg was sticking out straight and, and the whole family's staring at me like what's going on and i'm like oh, oh i'm screaming because my quad and my hamstring and my adductors and my calf like every muscle oh. in my left leg just cramped and like my leg was sticking out straight and i'm like trying to balance and trying to get it to stop cramping and <clears throat> and yeah so i cramped like well, dude, it's All only night. been like five days, four days, three days. When was it? Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Dude, you look great. You're not even like sore. No, I'm I'm tired though. Like if I run up a run up a hill or something, I can feel like I'm fatigued. Yeah. Well, when I did that 40 miler on the mountain bike for Michelle's birthday thing, I did a another 40 miler on my road bike like four days later and I was fine. Yeah? yeah. Oh, you guys are awesome. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I felt fine the next day. I wasn't. I was a little sore. Like I could tell that the muscles that had cramped were a little tender. Um, but I'm sure I could have gotten on my bike and ridden. But yeah, I felt completely fine now. I like I said, I wasn't even that tired on the race. Like climbing up the steep hills, I could I could I could climb hard and it, my legs didn't feel tired, but I just started cramping and I Yeah, that that was the frustrating part is I felt like I finished. Um and still had a lot left in the tank, but I couldn't access it because I'd cramp. 
and I've never experienced that before. So that was, <laughs> that was frustrating. Uh, <clears throat> 31 minutes. Take us out. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. Also, check out gear30.com. That's G E A R T H I R T Y.com. That is our store um, here in Ogden, Utah, our outdoor retail store. So, um, <clears throat> whether- I mean, it's indoors <clears throat> technically, but we sell outdoor stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, what uh, what gear do we have right now that's... that's oh, we've got a s- massive sale on... It's Christmas in July. Oh, yeah. So we have stuff up to 70% off if you're interested in, um, you know, winter Leftover stuff. Leftover winter stuff. And you know what? It's, you know, we're, getting, we're getting about there in the late middle, middle summer where people are, like, making the switch a little bit in their head a little bit. Like, okay, you know, got some summer trips lined up, but then when's it going to snow? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have that stuff on sale right now. Cool. Awesome. So, yeah, check that out, gear30.com. I think that's it. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.